and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are doing day three of the 12 Days of Ofo, and I'm sitting down with Josh and Tyler again, and uh, we are talking on the third day about the Old Forster Rye. Josh? On the third day of Old Foe, my liquor store sold to me Old Forster 100 Proof Rye Whiskey, and it's a damn good whiskey. So today we're talking about the 100 proof uh, Old Forester Rye. You should be able to get this at pretty much any liquor store in the continental United States. I think we've gotten there. I uh, can't say enough about this one as it went gangbusters out of the gate and we did not anticipate the demand being what it was. So it was released and then there was a shortage, but I think we are... I think we're pretty solid out there in the market now. So. I think I remember seeing this one hit the secondary market for a few weeks because it sold out really quickly in Louisville. And then all of a sudden supply hit hit back and you know demand probably lessened as people went on to the newness, got off the newness of the Old Forester 100 Proof Rye, which was the first or the cur- only current rye whiskey that's in, your, in Old Forester's uh, brand is that a good way to put it yeah that's absolutely correct our our first new mash bill ever as well it is uh it's 65 percent rye it's a lower rye 20 uh, percent malted barley and 15 percent corn so it it does have a better balanced it's it's not like a one of those maryland or pennsylvania ryes that are 90 you know 90 and up but uh just beautifully done um we, we do 20% malted barley, which is pretty high, but that's because we get a fully natural fermentation. We don't need enzymes like you need in some of those higher rye bourbons to get full starch conversion for our yeast. So it's, uh, it's the same classic Old Forester yeast strain. So we consider it very much part of the family aside from the mash bill. So day three, lucky, lucky number three, however you want to look at it, this is the only rye whiskey we're going to be sampling in the 12 days of old foe and so it's going to stand out different than the other 11 days uh, and a whole lot more different than probably the first two days we've come to so far so rye uh, traditionally um, some might say it's hotter or a little more spice to it kind of a tongue punch you might say what, how would how would you guys describe rye differently than a bourbon for our listeners that may not know what a rye is versus the the standard the the signature bourbon? So for me, the Old Forester rye is different than most other ryes that I drink. Um, I would probably categorize it um, because of the mash bill um, not having quite that punch. You get a little bit more of those fruity floral notes on these ryes uh, on this p- specific rye than what you do on some of the other ones where you'll get those pepper notes sometimes you get some heavy mint um so th- that's where i find the difference between the old forester rye from the other ryes that i try i don't tyler wh- where are you at on that no i fully agree this one is it's lighter on its feet it has more of you do get fruits you get cherries in here you get rose petal and some of those purple flowers like a violet or a lavender going on in there along with a little bit of the grassy and uh, peppery backbone to it. You know, it, it's still a rye at its core, but just beautifully versatile and uh, a great intro rye as well. I, this is going to turn a lot of people on to rye. It's, uh, especially when you side-by-side it with, with bourbon, it's amazing. You can really 
which is how I recommend getting into rye is, is pour yourself a glass of bourbon. You know what that is. Smell the bourbon, then pop over to the rye and uh, then you can like jump back and it's amazing how it changes the bourbon. Bourbon turns into like maple syrup and vanilla, no matter what you were smelling before then. But yeah, it's, it's, this is what I'm drinking right now. It's perfect for those wintry months, the holidays. This is what I took for uh, Thanksgiving and got a little left, thankfully. I tell you what, it has a nose punch of brown sugar. I mean, it just hits you with that. And it, it draws me back into one of those first barrel strength releases that uh, the gift shop here put out, which was the brown sugar. The mm, mm. And it, it's got that smell to it that's just, you're right, it's like candy. It, it's just like sweet sugar. It reminds me of the 1920 as well. Like it gives me some of those same, same scents. Now, obviously, this is nowhere near as hot as the 120. I mean, this is the 1920, but it's uh, it, it's very reminiscent of that bourbon uh, as well. Whenever you get that, because if I remember correctly, the 1920 is a higher rye, um, you know, flavor to it as far as that goes. All right, so Tyler, I got to ask you if you can go through it again for our listeners. What we did right before we came on the podcast, which was nosing, uh, we happened to have had been drinking the hundred proof uh, signature. Right before we started drinking this, just as a kind of welcome of the day, and then you did them side by side and had us nose it. Tell us a little bit about what that does. Sure. Well, and and it's something we may have talked about this on the last podcast, something I recommend, especially if you're getting into bourbon, but also if you're an aficionado, tasting side by side is the best way to differentiate between different bourbons. You get that paint swatch effect, but yeah, you can... You can smell the, we did, we did the signature 100. You get all those beautiful chocolates and cherries and whatever we were getting. And then you jump over to the rye and you get the fruity, the floral, the lemon, the pepper, and immediately put down the rye and pick back up a glass, your bourbon glass. And it just turns into pure maple syrup and sweet vanilla. It's, it's an amazing contrast. It just, it, throws your nose for a loop. It's really fun. I have to ask, are you a magician? Because that really shocked the hell out of me. Right, right. And it's not power of suggestion because it works with everyone. I love doing that, uh, you know, just for fun on barrel picks or when I get to do a a tour when I used to be able to get to do tours. (laughs) (laughs) Those things are a thing of the past in person right. right now. Have you ever asked somebody like, hey, smell this, then smell this, then smell this, and, and what do you get? And how many people are actually able to be like, ooh, that's maple syrup? Like, or do they just say, ooh, that's a really sweet smell? Or, you know, I, I think I usually use the power of suggestion and just and I'm just, I'm just going to tell you you're going to go back and it's going to turn into pure maple syrup. And but yeah, I've never gotten anyone that really says, yeah, nah. For me, it was chocolate. You know, it's interesting um, if if you're new to it and you you pick up a glass and you want to nose it and you're, you're just trying to come up on your own with what's in there, it may be difficult for you to pick out some of the what a master taster may, may write down as an aroma or tasting notes. But once you read that master taster's um, notes or you read their thoughts on it, and then you're like, oh, hot damn, I do smell tobacco leaves. Or, oh, hot crap, that's cherries all in that thing. And it really is. And it's a, it could be a power of suggestion, but I tell you, it makes a world of difference when you start to try and enjoy something just 
to sit down and and to think about it and what's in that and what went into that that bottle of whiskey that came out of one of these beautiful barrels of whiskey and uh, the variety that you get. Yeah, absolutely. It, and this is a long time coming. People asked us why we didn't do a rye. And, you know, we were probably one of the last to market with a rye, uh, Old Forester was. But, you know, we wanted to do it right. You do a couple different yeast strains, a couple different mash bills, whatever, and throw it in a warehouse for three, four, five years, see see what works best, which mash bill you want to do, what whatever. And then you make a lot of it. And this is a batching of four, five, and six years on on this rye really all credit to our master taster uh, miss jackie zyken this was her baby she batched it but i think most importantly she she fought for this one any new rye that comes to market you guys probably know it's 50 bucks at least yes or higher uh this was released line priced with our signature 100 at 22 to 25 dollars um it is it is meant to be a bartender's rye. Jackie was visiting bartenders. She seated bartenders all over the country with this prior to release. Um, you know, it rye it has kind of now it's standing on its own. It kind of rode, rode bourbon's coattails back through this revolution, and now it's definitely standing on its own. But all these prohibition era cocktails are coming back into fashion. The rye cocktails are coming back into fashion, and this is really meant to be. A, a bartender's rye in the well making all those uh, wonderful cocktails. Now, so, Josh, when you always talk about your favorite drink, you always say you, you want an old-fashioned, right? Yes. Absolutely. And, and a rye if, whiskey goes great. I was going to say, if, if, if I'm going to make an old-fashioned, I'm, I'm grabbing the old faux rye. Oh, uh, this turns into the beautiful, the licorice and everything that you were talking about? Yeah. Without a doubt. This is a, a great one in an old-fashioned, but I'll drink a whole lot in an old-fashioned. I have not. So... This one's been in my bar, unlike the uh, the previous couple of days where I said I had to go out and buy the 86 and the 100 proof signature because I'm a bourbon snob. The rye, you know, the fanboy in me, when it came out, I had to be one of those guys that jumped out to the liquor store here in Louisville, even though I live in southern Indiana. I had to be that guy that went, drove, tried to find the closest liquor store, found it, and brought it home with me because I'm a fanboy, and I, I did enjoy it as well, so... Um, you know, for the, for our listeners that, uh, may be newer to whiskey and not a rye whiskey drinker, uh, the, the difference that we see in bottles, just in labeling, uh, rye whiskey bottles traditionally have a green, uh, connotation or a green label or some kind of a sticker on them that's green. And that typically differentiates them from the rest of the, the whiskeys or bourbons, uh, aside from the 1897 100 uh, proof. And the 1920 also has kind of a greenish tinge to it, right. if I remember correctly. You're just colorblind. Is it more, is it green or blue? It's blue, it's like bro. It's like a sea blue. Yeah. Uh, maybe I get, well, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of green. But. So, on the third day of Old Foe, my liquor store sold to me an Old Forester 100 proof rye that's pretty damn good. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to find us at bourbon real talk you can look us up on uh instagram twitter facebook you can email us at uh bourbon real talk at gmail.com um lots of good places to find us um our website is up and running it's not real active we're still uh, trying to find somebody to help us do that um so um we also have a youtube channel we just uploaded that a few uh a couple of months ago so check out our youtube channel um we're going to start adding some videos on there i'm going to have uh, josh do some 
blind tastings and other things like that on there. And Probably we're not. Gonna have some fun stuff. Oh, oh, we're going to do it. I got a face made for radio. That's all right. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for us, uh, that's where you can find it. Um, we're going to keep continuing on the, the 12 days of Odefo. And uh, this is Scott, Josh, and Tyler. We're signing off. And I hope that you all learn to love Old Foe as much as Fanboy does. Out. <laughs>